you're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. All right, my friends, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening and for being here. If you are brand new to the show, I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome. And if you are a longtime listener, you're always welcome here in my corner of the internet. So thank you so much for for hanging out with me for this time today. So I wanted to talk about how to plan your week as an entrepreneur. This was such a highly requested topic from my ladies in the mentorship. And the mentorship is my ongoing business coaching subscription program. And this was one of the top questions so many soon-to-be business owners were asking. How do I plan my time? How do I create a schedule for myself? I feel like I'm scattered all over the place and overwhelmed. How the heck do I like put this into some sort of calendar system that I can use and implement. So I wanted to take this time today to share a little bit about how you can perfectly plan your week as an entrepreneur. I'm going to give you some tips and tricks about how I plan my time and it might surprise you. (laughs) And I want to give you some advice on how to get shit done, especially when you feel like you've got other things vying for your attention. Maybe you have a full-time job or a part-time job or a family or a partner or a cat or a dog that always needs to be let out to and you're like, I just need to get this website done. <laughs> Do you feel me? So if that's you, hang around until the end of, end of this episode because I'm giving you all of my amazing tips. Now, one quick thing before we dive in, I have a totally free quiz called What's Your Zone of Genius? And if you have been wondering, oh my goodness, what makes me special? What makes me unique? How can I stand out online and build a business based on my superpowers? What are my superpowers even? All of this stems from answering this one question. What is your zone of genius? Because if you know your genius, then I can tell you how you can monetize it. And this is exactly what I do with this quiz. After you take these fun little questions, it takes two minutes, I'm going to send you a free five-page report that breaks down your genius type, your innate gifts, what you could sell based on that with a digital business, how you could be making 10K months with it. And I share a little bit more about what it means to have that special unique genius type. So if you've ever wondered, you know, there's a sea of folks selling similar stuff to me on Instagram, or, you know, there's other people out there doing it way better than me. So who's ever going to buy my stuff? It's all about building a business around your genius. So if you want to take the quiz that over 5,000 people have taken, you can do it at kellytrack.com slash genius. That's kellytrack.com slash genius. And it's totally free. All right, my friends, let's get into the nuts and bolts of planning your week as an entrepreneur. So first and foremost, it's really normal to feel overwhelmed when you're starting a digital business. And this is one of the top things that so many people come to me. And this is what I work on relieving if you are one of my students or private coaching clients, or you are one of my members in my membership. Um, This is something I definitely want to help you remove is this overwhelm because it's totally there. And if you're feeling this way and you're feeling like, goodness, there's so much stuff to do, how will I ever get it done? Don't worry. You're you're right at home here. You're not crazy. You're not wrong. You're you're not like, you know, somebody that's just not able to like hack the entrepreneurial life. You're super normal. And I felt this way when I started my business because I was like, 
geez, everybody and their dog has a different strategy on building something online. And I get all these Instagram ads for doing different things. And should I try this or this or that? So I just want to share with you how you can be planning your week as an entrepreneur in a really simple, simple, easy way. This way also cuts out so much of the clutter because there are so many shoulds that I feel like we get as entrepreneurs through ads, through different people telling us different things on different podcasts. Um, So I want to share with you the strategy that I've been using over the last three and a half years. I've been building kellytrack.com. Now, my very first tip for you is to work backwards. So when I'm actually planning my weeks, Everything that happens on a daily and weekly basis is actually getting informed from my yearly plan. Now, I know, I know. The first time I heard about this way of planning your life based uh, on the year and what's happening in the year of your business, I like immediately got super overwhelmed. Um, Tony Robbins has this great quote about like, you know, what's your favorite flavor of stress? My favorite flavor of stress is definitely overwhelm. Being like a deer in the headlights, being like, oh my God, you mean I have to know what I'm doing for the whole year? Like I can barely figure out what I'm doing for the day. (laughs) So the first time I heard this concept, I was like, this is stupid. I'm running this off. I literally did. I literally was in this workshop and I had got it gifted to me for free, but other people were like paying to be in this like $200 workshop. And I was literally sitting there being like, this is stupid. This is stupid. This is stupid. And then about three months later, I was like, Hmm, the person actually had a good point. Let me try this. (laughs) You know how we are sometimes as humans, we totally do that. Anyways, working backwards works. Let me tell you this. So how does this, how does this all break down? First and foremost, I will pull out uh, the yearly calendar. Maybe this is until the end of the year. Maybe this is for the full year. I usually am working in sort of like a, a rolling quarter basis. And I try to like look at my stuff until the end of end of the year. So say, for example, you know, we're smack dab in the middle of June. I'm looking at my year until the end of the year and mapping that out. If we were talking right now in January, I would be looking at the entire year and mapping that out. I like to take a top down view first because I need to get all my big rocks in place because I need time. You know, like right now I'm I'm in a season of my life where I am writing a book, which is a lot of time. Um, you know, other times I need to be blocking off for my specific launches and getting clear on my, my, my major dates in my calendar. So I have like four major dates in my calendar per year. It's two live launches of your conscious empire when I run it live. Um, and two launches of when I open the doors for my membership site called the mentorship. So first and foremost, I sit down at my annual calendar and I look, okay, when when are my big things going to happen? When do I have to write this book? When am I doing my big promos for my, for my courses and my membership site? And I get clear on those dates. Then I break it down into a like kind of like a quarterly monthly preview. And I start working backwards from there. I'm like, okay, if I need to launch this course on this date, I need to have the webinar done. I need the email sequences done. I need the sales page done. Um, you know, I, I start building this big list of things that need to get done in order to hit that goal. And then all those little tasks get filed in uh, different days of, of, of the month. So I'm looking at the yearly preview first. Then I go down to a quarterly monthly and I'm literally putting things on different days of the calendar. This is a really different way, I think, than other people work. I don't know how other folks plan their time, but this is what really works for me because I am going into, you know, um, generally speaking, like my next launch or my next big project, knowing what I need to do because it's sort of been mapped out for me already because I've already gotten clear on all the things I need to do. And once you've 
had a business for a while, I know for me, um, promotions are like a rinse and repeat thing, right? I mean, I have launched Your Conscious Empire a bajillion times, and I could talk about that all day and all night because I know how to do it, right? So it's easy to do a promotion for it because I've done it before. The first time you do one of these promotions or launches, it takes time to set up. But once you get the hang of it, it's like, oh, simple, easy, done. But that's how I like to work. I like to work with the yearly preview and then then I figure out what goes where in the calendar based on like major dates. And then based on those major dates, I think, okay, what needs to happen in order to get to there? And that's where I pick days on the month and I literally drop things in uh, to the days of the month to schedule my time to get it done. So I like the top-down view approach. I think it makes more sense than taking things week by week as they come. I will say this, you know, this also comes down to a a technique I learned about goal setting from when I was working at Lululemon. And this was from Susan Conrad's uh, Lightyear Leadership curriculum. And she's all about planning. You plan your goals, not week by week. You look at like your 10 year vision and you work backwards from there. When I'm setting goals or setting deadlines or creating time or structure, I'm always looking at the long term vision and working backwards because when we go week by week, you know, you're not really leaning into what's possible. You're not really leaning into the bigger picture. So I like to take the 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 big view of what do I want to accomplish this year and then make time for it. Like in 2019, my my number one goal was get a book deal, right? So I was like, great, number one goal, get a book deal. If I was looking at a day-to-day weekly thing, it might be like, oh, I got to do another podcast or, oh, I got to post this thing on Instagram. And that keeps me stuck in my current reality. But when I take the bigger perspective of what's happening in the year, I'm like, oh, a book, right? And then I can pull that into my, you know, daily and weekly activities. So this is my second tip for you. It's focusing on your months. This is what I do a lot. And this is what I want to get into more detail around. Because remember I was saying, you know, when I figure out that I need to do certain tasks, I put them into days of the month. I like to focus on my month, not my days or my week as an entrepreneur. I think my month's view gives me a really clear visual. I literally will put into you know, Google Calendar, you know, the the days I'm, I'm, you know, working on certain things or this thing, but I can visually see when stuff needs to get done in order for my, for my next big date, which is generally speaking a launch, right? So I like to focus on my months. I think I want to get you out of the habit of thinking that you need to take your business day by day or week by week. When you actually look at it from a monthly perspective, you just get way more of a better view on things I find. And you just sort of really see like, oh, I have time, you know? I find that whenever I am planning my week day by day or week by week, and I get stuck in that trap, I really get this feeling around being time poor, essentially. Being like, oh my God, I don't have enough time. The day slipped away on me. Oh my God, I didn't get enough done. We all know that feeling. But when I look at things month by month, I'm like, oh, there's so many days in this month. Like I feel like I have an abundance of time and literally just looking at my calendar from a monthly preview makes the world of a difference to me because I don't feel like, oh my God, I need to check all these, you know, seven tasks off today um, before five o'clock PM. And I can just look at the calendar and I'm like, oh, well, I have 30 days in this month. So awesome. So that would be my tip for you. Tip number two is really focus on your months. Stop focusing on a weekly weekly or uh, daily schedule, really focus on what you're doing in the month. So here's how my months will break down. I will put um, specific items in specific days to block off time in my calendar. So say, for example, I need to write an email sequence. I will pick, okay, January 3rd, I will put into my Google calendar. This is the day I'm working on my email sequences. All right, I need a webinar. Well, on January 4th, I'm going to work on my webinar slide deck. Okay, I need to um, make some 
pictures for Instagram and post it up in my stories. I'm like, okay, on January 5th, I am going to take this day to make some, you know, uh, graphic design templates and save them to my computer and have them ready in my iPhone for when I need to publish them in, in Instagram. So that's how I start working. I start taking tasks off that list of what needs to be done before a launch and start sticking it in to the dates of the month. And this leads into tip number three, which is to batch your work on certain days. I am very big into batching. Batching is one of my absolute favorite things because I can stay mentally in the groove of the task I'm doing. So say, for example, you know, I am writing emails. I am writing emails for the whole day. That's like my one task. Email, 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 email. Um, maybe this is an email sequence for a launch or like uh, promotional emails, inviting people to my webinars follow-up emails after the webinar, reminder emails to come to the webinar. There's a lot of uh, email in launching. P.S. My whole launch sequence and emails and templates, those are all inside your conscious empire if you want them. Um, but I will sit aside a whole day just to batch all of the emails I have to write for the promotion, right? I don't do one email per day. I really do not believe in this mindset. This was something I kind of used to do back in the day when I used to do like, oh, I'll just do a little bit, bit by bit every day. I, I like to look at my time and think, okay, I have a block of five hours today, okay? I am gonna work on, you know, all of these emails at once. Some days, you know, I don't have five hours. Maybe I have, you know, 20 minutes. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit down here and I'm gonna outline these emails in 20 minutes, only give myself a 20 minute timer and like go. But the thing is, is you wanna batch in, in waves and batching is just so much better because you actually get way more work done and you stay way more productive because you are just continuing to do the task. So I batch, for example, podcast episodes. Those all get batched at once, right? There's going to be, um, you know, two days. In two days, I'll record, I don't know, 10, 10 podcast episodes. You know, if I have guest interviews, they're getting booked in a certain time frame of my calendar. And I like to do them back to back to back to back. And then they get scheduled out over time. But that way I can sort of stay in the groove of interviewing, asking questions, speaking to you here. I batch that all in advance. Same thing when I'm making um, all my quotes you see on Instagram. I, I post lots of quotes on Instagram. Every single, uh, once a month, I sit down and I'm like, okay, let's go get a bunch of great quotes and let's go see what I've saved on Instagram, what I've pinned on Pinterest. And I um, have a big list of all of the quotes and I go through and I put all the quotes down. Like I'm literally thinking in advance of where can I save time and batch and do all of this at once and get clear on everything at once. So batching is such a big secret to my success and such a big, you know, oh gosh, I literally can't even say enough good words about it. It's just, it's the best way to get things done in my opinion. And this leads into tip number four, and this is to do all tasks of a similar genre in the exact same day. So when I have my calendar, I have um, like one pretty much big main task to do in a day, right? I, I try to keep, um, I will tell you in the next tip how I, you know, do my calendars and what that looks like, but I have generally speaking one main activity I need to get done per day. So that will be like, you know, create a webinar. And that's like literally the one main thing on my to-do list that day. And I intentionally structure it this way because, you know, first and foremost, when I'm looking at that monthly preview, I know that I have different 
different days to do different things. And I know that I can devote this entire day just to building out this webinar, building out my teaching slides, you know, webinar, webinar, a slide deck for a webinar takes me like a whole day to put together, right? You know, a full eight hour work day because you have to teach and get pictures in there and visuals and the writing and the copy. Um, it's going to look pretty, <laughs> you know, so I will give myself, you know, one full day to work on that. And this is why I think my, the way I plan my time is really different because I would pass the same advice along to you. If you have to start your website, I would look at your calendar and be like, okay, you know, find a date where you have a, you know, a block of free time and say, I'm just going to work entirely on my website for these three hours, these five hours, these, um, you know, two hours and just go and just try to see how much you can get done in that time frame. But I always like to do the similar tasks of a genre in one day. And now I want to talk about tip number five. So this comes into sort of how I organize my time and actually how I plan my weeks. So like I said, we're looking at the annual view, then the monthly view. And then when I go down to the weekly view, I am using my full focus planner. So this is a planner that Michael Hyatt created. And I learned about this planner through Amy Porterfield. And I actually got sent one because uh, I won a giveaway from her. And she sent me a full focus planner and I immediately got hooked. So I, uh, P.S. if you want to check them out, I have a discount code on kellytrack.com tools. I'll link that link in the show notes. and. Um, it's uh, there's a discount code for $10 off if you want to order a full focus planner, but I love these planners because, um, you can, you can plan your time and it, uh, it asks you to do and list your daily big three. And in my own work, I would call these your, th your three MITs, your most important tasks. So, you know, I already am working through the system of, I only have like one main task per day or maybe top three main tasks, but no more than that. Um, and I love that I can write those big three out because the design of the full focus planner is to get your most important work done, not just like a bunch of miscellaneous shit, which we can sometimes fall into the trap of. And then below you can write down the extra tasks you need to do that day. There's like a day by day, um, you know, line items of, of what you need to do on each hour if you need that. And there's a section for notes as well, which I love. And then you do I like to just sort of do my days and plan my days in the full focus planner. And then at the end, there's um, a weekly preview, which I really, really love. And this is where you recap. And I like to do this on like a Sunday night. I recap what I did in the last week, what went well, what didn't go well, any big wins I had. I track how much progress was made on my weekly big three tasks. And then I set my next upcoming weekly three big tasks, what I need to get done, my main priorities. I write down anything that's coming up and they have a couple pages and these are all prompts that are already in the full focus planner. And I like to do that going ahead in the next week. So when I'm working on my weekly schedule, I'm really taking this first and foremost from my monthly plan of what's happening. But on a weekly basis, I love to just keep everything in record in my full focus planner. I find that with the full focus planner, it just like really takes care of the work for you. It takes out all the guessing games and the thinking. Like I am seriously 10 times more productive when I'm using the full focus planner than my regular agenda. I've had a regular agenda literally since grade like six when we started getting them in like elementary school. And I, every single September, I would just get like an agenda that was really cute. And I've been using them, you know, for years, my business, just like something that has the day and then the lines uh, and you just write down your to-do list. Ever since getting the full focus planner this year, like this year in 2020, I have been more busy than ever in certain seasons and now I'm writing this book. So it's super key that I need to be focused with my time. And I just find it keeps me really on track. 
I genuinely feel like a true executive with this planner because it just feels really legitimate and like, not that I'm not legitimate, but you know what I mean? When you have things that are like super awesome and legit and professional, you're like, wow, I am a working gal. I am professional. Yeah. And even though I'm in my pajamas and I haven't had a shower yet today, I am professional. <laughs> so the full focus planner makes me really feel like that. But Anyways, in a nutshell, it really helps me plan out my week and I like to always spend time on the weekend, especially on a Sunday night, getting clear on what I need to do ahead of time because that just helps me get clear on, you know, big things I need to check off in terms of this month. It also helps me keep track and it also helps me track my successes, which is really important. I think when we're starting out, it's so hard, you know, to feel like we're making big waves of momentum because we're like everything takes time everything is kind of going slowly you're not 100% sure about the tech setup and you feel like you know you get started and then you stop or you get interrupted and it feels like you're not making any momentum but with the full focus planner like it prompts me and makes me answer um you know what were your wins for the week it makes me write down my goals it makes me uh explain and share like how far I am on my goals and I, I love that because it makes me feel like I am actually checking things off. So with that being said, those are the five tips I would pass off to you on how exactly you plan your week. And I know this is a little bit different than probably what you were expecting. You were probably expecting like Mondays are for social media and Tuesdays are for uh, working with clients. Um, I love this different approach instead. It's a process that I have really, I think, mastered this year in 2020 because this year has just been literally my craziest busiest year ever just with so many different things I was building a brand new program which was my membership site which I genuinely thought was going to be really easy to build and it actually took me a ton of time I was in a course actually I was on two courses this year um I had my uh book deal coming through this year I was querying agents like crazy this year it was just a ton of like calls and meetings and course watching and building and then I had my regular business to run and you know launches and your conscious empire and private clients like this year was just a really busy year and this process really helped me stay grounded this year especially when I needed it most so I really hope these tips helped it's just been such a great way for me to work and for me to feel also like I'm making progress on a daily basis especially on the big stuff that feels like it was taking time to come together. So I'm going to re recap these five tips for you. So the very first one is to work backwards. Start with your yearly preview and then work down to what needs to happen on a month to month basis. The second tip for you is to really focus on your months because it gives you more an, of an abundance of time. You feel like, oh, wow, I have like 30 days to, to do this big thing versus like, oh, I didn't do this by the end of five o'clock PM today, you know? So work on, you know, what needs to happen in the month and give yourself that, that preview. The third tip for you is to batch on certain days. So literally go through in different days of the month and say, oh, on this day, I'm doing this. On that day, I'm doing this. On this day, I'm going to work on this. Number four, do tasks of a similar genre all in one day. So I'll have a day totally dedicated to recording podcast episodes, a day entirely dedicated to building like a webinar slide deck, and I keep similar tasks batched in similar days. And number five, I love to use the full focus planner. 
The full focus planner has really helped me take my monthly preview of what I'm doing every single month and turn it into a weekly thing where I track my progress. I track what I need to get done. I track the big things, the three big things that need to happen each week and the three big things that need to happen every single day. And I love the prompts. Like it feels like I'm just really guided through the whole thing. And it feels like I am very smart when I use this agenda. So I really love it. Um, there is a $10 off discount code at kellytrack.com tools if you want to take a peek at it. Um, but yes, those are the five tips for you. I really hope this was helpful for you and supportive for you. I know it's a bit different than what you might be expecting, but it really works for me and I wanted to pass this along to you. P.S. If you want more of this and more in-depth uh, details around how I plan my time and how I plan my week, I have a whole training on this inside the mentorship. So when you join in the content library, it'll be there for you. And I break down how you plan your year, your month, your quarter, your week, and your day. So if you need more help on this stuff, the next time the doors to the mentorship are open, I would absolutely love to have you there. All right, my friends, that is the show for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. I so appreciate you being here. If you still want to take my quiz, What's Your Zone of Genius? It's totally free and you can get that at kellytrack.com slash genius. That's kellytrack.com slash genius. And last but not least, if you are enjoying this show and you want to leave a rating and review, that would really help me out. It's a big support for content creators like myself. When you leave a little, you know, five-star rating and review and you write something nice, it's really important in terms of me getting more amazing guests on the show and getting, um, you know, just more quality folks who are listeners just like you. So thank you so much to those of you who've already subscribed and left reviews. And if you want to leave one and you want to get some good karma today, you can totally do that in the Apple iTunes section of the of the player if you're listening there in the app. And I look forward to connecting with you there. So thanks again for tuning in and for listening and for being here. I so appreciate you and I hope you have an incredible week and I will catch you back here soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon. <laughs>